0: to the group podcast by Cine Eaters Guild with HR4K and Contact Coffee. Cool, we're in. Uh, we have no Luke, it's just me and Ben. So it's, it's man on man, me and Ben. Because Luke, uh, Contact Coffee got their big move today over to their their next venture. I think it's MacArthur Glen, is it? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. They're going down there. So they've got that today. So Luke has uh, fucked us off. But to be fair to him, I think he's probably pretty spent words-wise, isn't he? Because the last few episodes, he's had to speak so much. That's the most he's ever spent. So he spoke. So yeah, it's me and Ben this morning. Good morning, everybody. Ben, morning, how are you? morning, everyone. How are you, Ben?
1: Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thanks for, uh... oh, thanks for having me back on. I thought I was <laughs> ostracized. I thought I was kicked out. Felt like that. i plus- the, the chat groups have got smaller. Missing <laughs> out on things. Looked like there's a lot of put uh, in-jokes, you-had-to-be-there type jokes coming on. Yeah. So I... Like, myself to sleep. That was it, yeah. <laughs> uh, how you been, mate? What have you been up
0: to? Um, I am good. I'm fine. Let's just take it over, man. Literally just take it over. Um... Hey, like you. You're not tracking what happened with the defender, are you? Or are you tracking? No, that? no, I'm not. So uh, Katie,
1: Katie just told me. Yeah, said um, you're pretty stupid reason why
0: payments well, Pretty stupid person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the way. Um, so that's that's how that's worked out. So that's not happening now. Can't wait happening. Uh-huh. But I uh, oh, am. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's carway. So you know the way things just sort of happen like the events just conspire around you and you're like oh actually that's not so, so bad now and maybe that's just a mindset thing so basically what's happened now is I now haven't got that big sort of finance loan thing on my name because okay. I, I didn't get the car now my missus has got a potential job up um, uh, near where her parents live so there's potential now for us to try and move and get out of the the hellhole that we live in. Now I... Oh, I thought you better tell me your missus is going to buy a Land Rover. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> fucking no chance. Yeah. Your missus got credit
1: and she's buying a really cool
0: Land Rover. Yeah. It's probably, i her credit's amazing. If so was mine. Yeah. It's, uh, now yeah, I, yeah, I'm like a pauper. Um, yeah, so had <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go through the process of like moving and doing the whole mortgage thing and all that shit again. And there's not a chance. Obviously, I'm going to find that difficult as, as it is with, you know, being a, Sole director of the company, and now this credit shit. But um, there's not a chance I would have got, got something with a huge finance thing for the for the car on my name anyway. So that now clears that up. So yeah, maybe potentially we can move now because nice. of that. Where are you going to? So, well, that's where it all falls down, really. But yeah, Well she's going the jobs in Blackpool. Okay, nice. Right, which is obviously a hellhole. That I said yeah. I would, but I just keep getting drawn back to the place. I did my driving test there, or a driving test there, um, years and years and years ago, and said I would never go back. So I fucking hate that place. I'm never going back there. Then obviously ended up marrying a girl who's from Blackpool, so I'm there all the time. And now it looks like going to be moving potentially to that location. But we're gonna try and go to Lytham. We're try and go up Lytham and say hands up the road, which is like nice. So we'll see, mate. But it's. I just think that's, that's a, a mindset thing. So I've sort of just turned my mind and gone, okay, fine, that's, that's shit, but it's freed up this potential possibility.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, go look on the bright every, side. Are it. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we'll see. Make that my for as well. I'll be stuck here for the rest of my life, but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean new offices, new HQ? Well, what I might do. I mean, we've got me and my miss have got some plans further down the line for stuff like that. I, mean, I, won't, I won't talk about it because I know it's like when I talk about things, it never happens. It's like this fucking coat that's never getting is made. It? Well, it is, but you know what I mean? It's taking ages. Um of my life. Nah, yeah, in. exactly. Well, that's it, baby. You've got to try. That's the thing. Got to try. You can't yeah. just sit here and be one of these people who we'll just keep doing that. You've got to yeah. try things. Got so, Yeah, so what I'll probably do is. The only reason I have this place here is because of the like uh, the house we have currently. I can't close anything off. The dogs are always there, so if we move somewhere else, what I would probably do is uh, get rid of this place. Would get probably wouldn't get another one up there. I'll just have it in a, in a space in the house that's actually away from anywhere I could lock the dogs, so that wouldn't be a problem.
1: Yeah, build yourself, build yourself. Maybe um, you know, like a, a shop, office, or something. A workshop, yeah. sorry, this. Yeah, I can so do the
0: studio in the garden, whatever. I've got the option to do those things. I probably wouldn't get. a I mean, we'll see what the place ends up like. It might not even happen, but um, yeah, I've only got this till September. I have to renew the lease on this in September, so we'll okay. see how that works timing-wise. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to be honest, if she got, if we couldn't move and she got the job, I would tell her to go and move anyway, and we'd just she'd work there in the week it's a good it's a good job and she deserves a bit of a break. So uh yeah a, teachers in general have had a shit time this year. Um so I think she needs a bit of a break. So if she got that job I was like, yeah, you just go and stay with your parents in the week. I'll see you at the weekend. It'd be like reversal them when I was in the army coming over at weekend. So yeah, yeah she's telling she's telling
1: you that she's gotta go away.
0: And she's on yeah. guard at the weekends, is she? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm going duty this weekend. I'm definitely not going out. Definitely, definitely got
1: guard. I'm definitely oh, uh, we're having separate bank accounts.
0: Yeah, but well, we have that anyway. Yeah, we have that anyway. She knows not to fucking go anywhere near me financially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she made the right choice, as it turns out.
1: <laughs> so, what are we? Uh, what are we talking about this week, mate? What's
0: uh, what's The topic. Well, I had a couple of. I did the questions thing. I was a. um, One of the questions was, if we hadn't done our businesses, what industry would we would have we got into, or would we have just stayed in our previous jobs? So, yeah, like I really, I don't know. Well, I know because I didn't. You're more like you're closer to being something an entrepreneur than I am. I'm just a guy who t- t- sells T-shirts. You know what I mean? Like you're serial doing things. So I think you probably would have ended doing something eventually. Mm. For me, I probably, I wouldn't have gone out. I would have stayed in. I'd still be there.
2: No.
1: I don't know. There's always, it's always this thing with hindsight because like you said, you know, you make plans, those plans fall through. Mm. Um. You know, uh, personal situations, change, yeah. family, work, life, um, you know, even your mindset of what you find interesting. I think after a period of time, we talked about some of us who don't necessarily like being told what to do anymore because mm-hmm. we've been told what to do for, for many, many years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And actually, we want to be our own boss, or at least we want to be in a job where we've got freedom to think and do things. Yeah. I thought about it a while ago and I was thinking, you know, even when I was in, I was thinking there's real potential here that I could go and work in uh, some form of tech industry uh mm-hmm. supporting kind of tech development, more from an ideas or application uh place as opposed to developing tech, because I'm obviously solid. Obviously, I know where and how we can employ this or yeah. stuff in lots of environments and how it would look and and the advantage that we have of that is we know what the ground looks like. We've mm-hmm. been on the ground, unlike most of these techs work with DSTL and mm-hmm. these tech companies, they've never been on the ground. So, no real realistic view of what is capable. So, you know, the sort of kit loads that you've got to wear, a carry, mm-hmm. um, how you're able to conduct yourself in those environments. So, that's where I thought I would actually have a, a really good job. Yeah. But then as it sort of got on, um, me and my mate, Carl, were talking about this the other day, and he's just taking a job on as a labourer. He's never been happier. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I wouldn't mind going back to something I wanted to do as a kid. I wouldn't mind being a woodsman. I wouldn't mind going back and fixing fences and gateposts and, I don't know, other bits and pieces for the Forestry Commission. I don't think necessarily I'd want to be a, a gamekeeper, personally, because I think there's a lot of emphasis to deliver. Mm-hmm. And obviously, a lot of people are relying on you and everything else, you don't necessarily have that relaxed workload. But yeah, it's kind of weird how years ago, all I wanted to do was be in the regiment, go on the regiment. When you're in the regiment, I was then looking at other options. As I said, the need to create is always there. That's why we created the businesses. But actually, what I was looking at as a vocation, I looked at what I actually had a skill set for, and that was um, finding niches or um, applications for certain capabilities. Mm-hmm. And now that I've retired, I quite like the relaxed environment. I quite like seeing my kids and spending time with the missus, you know, or coming home doing cutting my own details. So maybe, you know, now these days. I think I'd probably, if it wasn't for HR 4K, then I'd like to do something a bit more chilled. I mean, I do want to get the whole. I mean, look behind me; it's, it's a shithole yeah. at the moment. Um, the whole point of this is to get it into a position where I no longer have to graft.
3: Yeah,
1: it's good. You know, I'm coming in every day in a shitty old sweatshirt and a, a pair of dirty jeans to to get the place built, but I know eventually I'll be coming in here in a. You know, a pair of tracksuit bottoms or a pair of shorts, and doing a bit of fizz and going home. Yeah, there's a means to an end. Yeah, and that's where I want to be. I, I suppose at the end of the day, what I want out of life now is probably to cut my own and you know, it's my time. Yeah. No, I agree. If I can make some money off the back of it, then great, and share that time with other people, and that's even better.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think I only would have stayed in. Because I like I say, I didn't I didn't plan this. It's I like I'm, I enjoy it now I'm here. And I'm exactly the same as you. The the best thing about this isn't any money. It isn't any um anything like that. Cause that's you know, that isn't something that motivates me. And I think that probably is a, a real issue as a businessman, if that's what you're gonna call me. Like I'm not particularly money motivated. I think if, potentially if somebody who was money motivated was running this business, we might look slightly different, um, but yeah, I, I have relatively simple needs in life. And as long as those are met and as long as the people at this company supports their needs are met, cause they're very sim- similar. You know, Nick is even more just as long as I've had some food, I'm fine than I am. Seriously. You know, he's, a, he's like militant like that. He's very, he has a very simple life deliberately. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the flexibility that I enjoy with it. But uh, yeah, I definitely would You're have You're so used in. to
1: being on the bus, off the bus, aren't you? You're yeah. so used to being told when to... You know, I've I kind of talked about it a lot to lots of people, and it's been a year since I've got out. A year since I've got out, and I look forward to Mondays. Yeah. Before, I was... Uh, it wasn't dreading Mondays. I just thought it was just a nausea of knowing... A, I've got to do this. I've got to get the kit ready. I'm not really going to enjoy my weekend because I'm getting ready for that. Mm-hmm. Some people are driving home on a Friday. They're lucky enough to cut away at lunchtime to drive back either Sunday nights. They're losing the weekend, but the whole time, all you're doing is prepping to go back to work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where now, I look forward to Monday, knowing for well I can go down, be in an environment and people I enjoy to be with, and and that's it. Now, you know, we're all. In a lucky position that we can do that now. Prior to that, you have to graft and work your tits off mm-hmm. to get yourself in a position that you are comfortable, that you have got a mortgage or you have got a house, you have got those basic things prepped and settled. You know, from the wage I was on up the road, which you know is a very good wage, mm-hmm. um, to what I'm what I'm taking home now. Um, but my lifestyle hasn't really changed. I'm nowhere near on the cash I was on before uh, because obviously lockdown, um, COVID hasn't brought in the football and everything else, and all the Mm -hmm. other projects that we were hoping to do with the business have fallen through. Um, I'm nowhere near where I should be financially or where I was financially, but my lifestyle hasn't changed. I'm I'm still enjoying myself. I I still get to do the things I want to do. I buy the things I want to buy. I yeah. live exactly the same lifestyle.
0: Yeah, but that's um, it. It's it's knowing what makes you happy, isn't it? It's knowing those things. I mean, that uh, with the what you're we just talking about there, the way COVID's affected the whole thing. What's quite interesting is uh, it, it's a strange position to be in. So when you when you do this like we have now, where we talk a lot about what's coming up, what we're we doing. I mean, we're generally fairly public about that. So you're going, you, you're pointing yourself out there in a big way. So there's a lot of people who would have a problem with like embarrassment or you know failure or whatever. Uh, I that's how you want to what, do you, what you want to see it or things that you just talk about that don't come through. You know what I mean? And it's like we've made that choice to do that, and it, it's it's freeing in a way. I think. And um, you know, I've you know, you've just talked about things that you had planned this year that haven't come off, or that because of the you know situation. I spoke on the podcast last week about me absolutely fucking up my credit history. At uh, a personal level, so you're sharing some very personal stuff and some very personal, like dreams and aspirations. And there's plenty of people who would then look at that and go, "Fucking ah, I knew that had happened to you." You know what I mean? There's people who who get, I think, like, I think it's a, it's I've a natural. Been
1: a two times before I passed it, yeah. You know, I'm used to
0: failure, yeah, uh, in order
1: to get success.
0: Totally, you know? yeah, totally. I need. There is a. I'm not. I'm not going to try not to be hypocritical because there is. What is it? Schadenfreude? Is it Schadenfreude? fraud? The Schadenfreude, fraud, something like that. It's where you get pleasure from all, other people's misfortunes. It's a, it's a German thing, really. What's yeah. Like, yeah wow well, we've all known that. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's so a you've human seen that thing. Everywhere. There's a huge That's a human thing. There's people that maybe you don't like for whatever reason or whatever, and they. You feel like they fuck up or they do something wrong. It's a natural human thing to go. <laughs> Dick it. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> I've done Go fuck in. all. I've done fuck
1: all. But hey, you're failing too.
0: Well, yeah. it's a, But it's a natural human thing. It's a natural yeah, human thing. its is. It is, it is yeah. isn't it? It's and, just, and you just, you just, can't quit. let it drive Even, you.
1: We'd also be liars if we all, everyone, didn't have a little bit of that in them at some point.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know. You, know, you shouldn't be like, shouldn't beat yourself up about that, but you should be aware of it. Like I know, there's people, there's things that happened recently and I'm like, <laughs> Cut mode, yeah, you're a dick. Ha-ha. <laughs> Shit happens, dickhead. You've been found out. But I I don't go down that rabbit hole. I don't let it drive me. I just go, tick, and I move on through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. But yeah, the, the failure thing, It's it's important to get comfortable with that and okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um. I think so. And and I think also, look, you've got one go at this life, right? Yeah. You've got one go,
2: yeah. right?
1: And personally, I want to cram as much of it as I can in, and I'll keep trying to do things. Yeah. And if they fail, I'll just go on to the next thing. Yeah. As long as financially that doesn't cripple my business, my family, everything else, yeah. then I'll keep trying to do something new or try and do something you know different. Because if I don't, I'll just be static, I'll just be, yeah. you know, stagnant. I it just, I'm, I, you know, I'm not trying to do this necessarily to impress other people. I'm doing it because, well, let's give it a go. If I don't give it a go, then I'll never know, will I? Yeah,
3: certainly.
1: You know? uh, we said this about uh, selection, if you look at, a lot of people talk about going on selection and they, or, or P Company and that mm-hmm. they go, well, you know, I was gonna do P Company, why didn't you? You know, just, if, if it's not for you, it's not what you want to do. Don't do.
2: Yeah,
1: but it's better to try it and see if it's for you, or to try and get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've all uh, got some really good friends who would have been perfect in those organisations. About some of the best soldiers we've ever known.
2: Yeah,
1: and they weren't successful, but what they did is they did it to get it out of their system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's I think that's important. You know, you you kind of want to make sure that you you leave this planet when you're rotting in the ground, you know, you want to make sure you go with no real regrets. Yeah. Really. You we just want to be spent, don't you? The whole... Well, usually takes about three seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But I'll say, I... I, I, I miss it a like bit. that She'd argue that she'd go, oh, well, that's, that's a good, that's good going, that three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> a good three seconds is better than like You <laughs> yeah. know, as long as it's a good three Please. seconds...
1: For me, for me, it's it's all about being intense. intense. I can I did, dude. I, I saved. I saved it all for that. Just one thing. I don't know what it's like for her, but I mean, it's for me. It was certainly intense. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a loser. <laughs> no, we're all losers, mate. We're all fucking losers. Yeah. yeah. We're just doing we just do a good show of uh trying not to look like a loser.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah No bluff too tough.
0: Another question we had was it was kind of linked to what you were talking about there in a way. It's like so your opinion on or our opinion, I don't really know anything, uh, of what does the army of the future look like? That's kind of linked, I suppose, to the kind of stuff you were doing. You're talking about your tech gear and all that, but yeah, yeah. Well, actually,
1: it's, 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 in, it, it's interesting. Actually, I was on a I was on a call yesterday, uh, and I'm gonna be careful about what I say here. Yeah. Um, I was talking about a certain organisation, um, that um that their job is is a uh, a support role in in that organisation. And I remember having an argument, not an argument, but it got fairly heated at um, a capability brief up at uh, headquarters. And, and I said a few years ago, I said politely, um, that organization will look however we want it to look like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and um and they were like, no, no, that's not the way we want to go. That's not what we want to. And sure enough, I just found out yesterday That that organization is going exactly that that way. Yeah. And what's obviously frustration frustrating from my point of view is uh, mm. i'm not there now to see that come to fruition yeah. and and it's a very exciting transformation that that organization is going to go through um i was fortunate enough to be involved with um an artillery unit during my service uh called um, it was a three two uh under two one battery mm-hmm. um and i was very fortunate to be in a position to see a capability that these guys had and inform 16 Brigade at the time that if they don't use it, they'll lose it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And through those, uh, through that, um, and I, I, you know, that, that credit isn't all on me, that's obviously with the team I was with. Um, we managed to save that unit from being disbanded. Mm-hmm. Um, we saved that unit from being disbanded and now give a whole brigade a new capability.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And And it's easy because you're looking from the outside in. You're able to see the 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 gaps in the capabilities and and the the gaps that they're they're having. What's frustrating is the machine that is the military. Even UKSF, it takes so long to catch up. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It takes so long because often the. People in position of power are only there for a short period of time, a couple of years. They're doing enough to get the ticks in their boxes so they mm-hmm. can move to the next phase. Um, so no one ever really sees any uh, uh, project to, through to fruition in the military, certainly in their tenure. Yeah. Unless, of course, they're lucky enough to be able to stay in post for longer. Um, now, that is a big, big problem. You look for the RAFs a bit different. You can stay in jobs Regardless of your rank for a long period of time, but the army you can't, and often you get posted. Mm-hmm. And then the issues with being posted is the fact that the person who replaces you isn't necessarily someone of the same mindset. They've literally got posted into that job because there's a job available. Yeah, we don't always get posted into jobs because we're the right people for the job. Yeah, we get posted into jobs because you fit the rank. Yep, you know. So, um, so that that is that is a little bit frustrating. Um, but. Um, it was nice to be involved in looking at some of the stuff that Two One Battery were doing and seeing those capabilities and seeing what the potential is, is there. Uh, you know, a big shout out to One Battery, to be fair. This is a, an artillery unit that managed to get the whole of their, their unit, their battery, through P mm-hmm. I mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Every Difficult. single man went, went through P Company on that. The, the, the keenness of this organization is unbelievable yet they were overlooked. Um, And a very sad thing was actually they were looking at disbanding some of the artillery units and they were informed of this over Facebook by one of the senior commanders who let it slip on a a Facebook group that he was looking to disband one of these units. I mean, how sad is that?
0: That's insane.
1: That these people are about to go on Christmas leave or what it was at the time. And also what's even sadder is their own commanders not having the balls to step up and... Say, listen, we've got a capability here mm-hmm. that we think would be really good for the future, and this is the way we should go. It yeah. as opposed to what they do is go, oh well, we didn't get the job, but oh well, it looks like we're getting this. But well, where's where's the fight in, in that? Yeah. You know, and I think they forget that there's a lot of young lads and lasses who who are depending on this. This is the career choice that they chose. Mm-hmm. They've got pens- uh, they've got mortgages to pay, they've got kids to feed and everything else, and it's it's quite disheartening. So. Um, I, I've always said for me personally uh, I looked at going back to basics um, I've talked about this with uh, Colin Armstrong with Chris Ryan about we mm-hmm. need to go back to basics and you and I have had these, these chats at, at my house mm-hmm. what, we, what we lost actually from Afghanistan mm-hmm. respectfully to those guys and girls is the fact we created a fob mentality where we forgot the basic skill set of of soldiering um and uh, that often comes to the fact that culturally we don't play in the woods anymore we don't play outside enough we don't um we don't uh be more adventurous in in the environment we're in we're too fixed on tv our phones Mm -hmm. um other bits and pieces and other sort of pastimes you know growing up I, i i grew up in the woods uh, I had a house, but i, I grew up in, in the woods and you know I played in the woods I, I was hunting, I was fishing and I was yeah. poaching and I was doing all kinds of So what we saw with um Afghanistan, we saw the, the amount of people that w- were hit back in 2009 were were real basic soldiering um failures of um, absence understanding the absence of normal presence of the abnormal. Uh, walking on tracks, paths, and roads, and other proven routes. I mean, we saw examples with the rifles where you could actually see divots in certain walls where belt kits have actually gone over that wall that many times. It's now created a divot. Mm -hmm. Um, If you looked at the majority of injuries in 2009, the majority of them were were all done on roads, tracks, or previous routes they've done. They set patterns.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, if you knew anything from what we knew back in Northern Ireland, in the island days we knew we never patrolled on roads we never set patterns that's why we wrote traces we wrote mm-hmm. trace maps to ensure we never went back over the same route again yeah we didn't set patterns with our timings i remember seeing chinooks coming into musakala coming in at the same time every day because it was easier for them to do that yeah but then there was no patrols pushed out to ensure that there wasn't any threat from ground to air weapon systems um you know we we literally made it so easy for our enemy to attack us back in those days okay so that was a little bit point of the rifles but it's only because the rifles were the majority hit back in 2009 just purely by the size of the units Mm -hmm. that they had Um, the we saw when uh, some of the reg blokes and the Royal Marines were also hit again they knew that That that's when patterns were being set people like um, Joe the cunt CO Joe the cunt who mm-hmm. Enforced two patrols a day, but restricted the AO. Yeah. So actually he restricted the area they could move in, but enforced two patrols a day. Yeah. So essentially, you know, the, the thing is you can't dominate a ground if you then leave the ground to go back into your fob. Mm-hmm. How are you dominating that ground? All you're doing is you're going on the ground, and then you go back into your fob, and now you're leaving those gaps for yeah. those people to come in. And then obviously our rules for engagement and we're being far too PC. I'm going off subject slightly. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is, so for years, we've, we've forgotten how to soldier. Um, and we, we put so much emphasis into fob mentality type soldiering. Uh, with our kit, if you look at PF, for example, at the moment, they've got all obstacle helmets, all this kind of operator kind of look. But you're, you're going to parachute into uh, probably a more austere location mm. That you'd probably be on your belt buckle as opposed to doing room combat, and that's mm-hmm. not really your role anyway. Yeah, um, you know, are you doing overhead assaults? Uh, probably not. You know, mm-hmm. if you look at um, a lot of the green army regular units now, it's all this operator kind of uh kind of setup again. You know, the weapon systems that you've got, I know they're looking to change the weapon system. The weapon system that you've got at the moment, that they've got at the moment, isn't you can't transition that weapon system into each arm mm-hmm. properly, you should do, but you, you, you can't. Yeah, it's very difficult. Again, it's not really designed for room combat. However, all of these, these sort of points that it's very easy from someone from my background to whinge about, um, what I'm getting at is, we've got an evolution of tech and a more emphasis on tech, whether that's delivering capability on the ground to do collect, to do understand, um, or whether it's using it as an ISR platform Mm -hmm. or something else. The point is you have to get there. You have to deliver that bit of kit or retrieve that bit of kit. If you're doing ISR, go back to my point before, a lot of the ISR um, analysts that I worked with, the Americans were very poor at this because they've never been on the ground. Mm -hmm. They didn't understand the absence, the normal presence of the abnormal. They didn't know what... A lean to would look like, or what it should look like, if you're looking at something in a compound, because they've never been into a compound.
3: Yeah.
1: So with all of these capabilities and the increase of our enemies' capabilities, which are only going to be matched or get better, arguably better, certainly for the Russians who and the um and the Chinese who've sat for 20 plus years watching us run around Afghanistan and Iraq, mm-hmm. which is essentially like. Recon beacons, but with a two-way range.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, using heavily focused on ISR platforms and air superiority. All they've done is built up a defence against that. Well, how do you combat that? Well, the only way to combat that is going back to absolute basics. Our reliance now on technology is unbelievable. Uh, we we I apologize for anyone who's heard me waffle on about this before. Um, my analogy before it was always the dick pic, and mm-hmm. the dick pic was essentially the, the, the need for a useless piece of information that's only going to compromise you and get you in shit. Mm-hmm. And Rupert's love a dick pic. They'll send you on the ground, go on the ground and get me a nice big picture of all those tanks. But what if I just told you in a message that there's a load of tanks there? No, nope, I want pictures. I want to see a big dick pic. Yeah. Well, as I said, a dick picks a compromising bit of information, it's only going to drop you in shit. And you don't really need that information.
3: Yeah.
1: So what we've got now is we've now got an over-reliance of technology by our commanders because they think it's less risk adverse. However, they're not prepared to uh, um, extend the risk to allow you to go on the ground safely to go and deploy the tech. And then obviously our enemies' capabilities are getting more and more capable. So actually we need to be able to deploy being less tech reliant in some areas.
0: Well, actually, that's basically just what, we, how we were beaten in the past by, Boom.
1: yeah. Exactly how we sold you 20 plus years ago. We, I am not, you know, we're not rewriting the book here. Sorry, we're yeah. not, we're not uh, sort of uh, inventing the wheel. We're bringing, and I said before, we're bringing that wheel back out of the freaking cupboard.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, we're bringing it back out and saying, listen, we need to go back to basics back to basic soldiering and then anything else complements that.
0: Well, that's it because you have to move with the times. You have to recognise that there is a a different level of threat and there's different capabilities there. and We have to be able to match that and fight against that. But yeah, like, you know, how did our enemies during that period that you're talking about? You know, other than, than fucking up with mobile phones and shit. A good way of passing messages and all those sorts of things is just basic stuff, talking to somebody in your ear. Pash the piece of paper or whatever. You go you, you negate technology by going back to basics. And you need to have both capabilities. Yep. But our
1: enemies have our enemies have never given up the technology steps.
0: Yeah. Our enemies,
1: our enemies have, have actually still still got the capabilities of Morse code and, and hardwired hmm. uh, comms capability. But we hmm. haven't. We've gone from basically a clansman to everyone on TacSac. Yeah. Well, all you're doing is putting up a great big flag of telling everyone where you are. So you are compromising ourselves because of that. So, where do I think we're going to go? Unfortunately, tech, although there's a couple of good things about tech, tech creates employment, tech creates capability, tech also encourages British ingenuity and development. Mm-hmm. Big ticks in the boxes there for the UK um, uh, government spending and yeah. uh, UK, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? PLC, investment UK investment, PLC. Investment, general. Yeah, PLC, an investment into the UK industry, get that. Um, but what we're not doing, I don't think, is investing into the soldier at the very, very basic level, ensuring those skills are, are fully, fully um, uh, enforced mm-hmm. at the basic level. Um, you know and what we're doing is we're going straight to all the sexy stuff because the sexy stuff looks great
0: yeah you know. yeah and that's it like I don't know you do you just you need to have both and that, as a you look at your average bloke on the ground bloke when I say bloke I mean fucking boy and girl it's just the blokes isn't it. and when I say that that person needs to be able to still have those basic skills. So they're, they're at a very basic level, when the battery dies on your thing, you can't get charged anymore. You still need to be able to find your way around. You know, you still need to be able to do all those very simple things. Um, but yeah, there's, there's that danger, isn't there? Yeah. It's, there's a bit. Change is painful. It's painful. I, 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 think, I think we
1: should change, though, Gaz. I think. We, no, we you know, should. Oh, but mm-hmm. I think what we need to do, as I said, is, and as you you you've said, then, is just. Make sure we, you know, our enemies have never forgotten the lessons. Yeah. We forgot our lessons so quick that we managed to put guys in fobs. Yeah. Pretty sure back in, you know, <sighs> Rudyard Kipling's day that even he said fobs are pretty stupid idea, but yet we went and did it. Yeah. You know, the Brits, the, the Brits are the worst at learning from their mistakes. We don't ever, um, we're not a proactive organ uh, grouping. The Brits, the intelligence services, um, our military, we're not proactive. Mm -hmm. We're reactive. Mm -hmm. And we always have been reactive. Mm -hmm. And we're reactive, and we don't remember the lessons that that we learned, that were were given to us. And that's why it costs
2: lives.
0: It's true, man. It is true. Yeah. But it's, it's, when I say it's painful, like, if you look at, you know, tank regiments and people like that getting disbanded and, I saw that was on a Facebook thing the other day, Roach Goon guards getting disbanded. And then, you know, they're losing their old capabilities, and people say, no, you know, can't get rid of tanks, we still need this, we still need that. I think it's just balance, isn't it? Like, maybe we don't need quite so many things. Like We can't stay as we are because that's comfortable. And that's a lesson just in life in general. We can't stay in that place because, yeah, you're tank people and you're infantry people, and all you have to do is stick a bayonet in somebody. And it's like, you. you if you stay there, well, we lose, don't we? We lose. You've got to have yeah. that willingness. Yeah. It's, it's
1: funny because actually, you know, i got to be quite careful here. Um, the campaigns that I was involved in over the last five to ten years, mm-hmm. um, a tank or a light armoured capability would have solved that problem
2: mm-hmm.
1: and would have probably cleared that all up pretty quickly yeah no one chose to use that capability mm-hmm. even though the whole world knew we were there um you know actually if they'd actually gone into that they probably could have seen a requirement or a need for that type of armor yeah um you know and, and those sort of needs yeah you know without emphasizing on one point evolution is key but also can i make it very clear like i said before that the need for a military or a service is massive you just tried
0: that that is my phone vibrating (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) the need and requirement for a military is massively important um for employment um and and the the the, the great good for for the uk or any any country it distributes wealth etc so um yeah, how that's going to look. I, but the thing is, well, you, you you look into some tech stuff, mate. You look at some tech, and um, the thing is, you spend millions and millions, and only one small co- one company actually does quite well, and tend to be the same freaking companies. Yeah, tends to be, um, you know, uh, uh, who are we looking at? You know, it's the same big, the same, the same big BAE. You know, etc. It's all those companies because yeah. they're the ones who get the you get the contracts. We should be looking at smaller, uh, niche companies and supporting those small businesses as well. So they've got, uh, you know, they've got
0: mouths to feed as well. Totally. Okay, well, I think we've uh, we've answered that question pretty thoroughly. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Don't
0: apologise dude. <laughs> um, like, I think I'm still
1: a little bit better over that that piece.
0: Yeah, but that's because you care that's natural yeah. it's because you care about it it's something that you know you're involved with and you don't think it was done as well as it could have been and you know had it been your way you would have at least got the opportunity to try the way you wanted to do it that's always going to be a little niggle
1: yeah mm? yeah well it's interesting at least things are happening now it's just funny that rapping in now and someone else is getting the credit
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking standard yeah <laughs> That's fucking life, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: At least you've got your ISO containers, mate, so... You know. Yeah,
2: fuck you, yeah.
0: How's that going? How how close are we to... And uh, like, yeah, are let's
1: have a look. let's have a look at this yeah. mess.
0: Because I haven't been down. Okay. Oh, shit. Fucking hell. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Okay. So okay this so has changed um, quite a lot, not it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So um, we've got a gym getting built. Now just uh, filling it with uh, all road kit, which is uh, mega. Um, We've got uh, one of the. uh, Hopefully, we're going to see if we can get the Beaver Fit rig uh, put outside. Uh Um, uh, So we've got a bar and rig outside as well. Mm -hmm. Inside here, we've got uh, this coffee container, uh, coffee shop container, which will be the store counter, coffee machine, etc. Yeah, yeah, boss. Um, Always. Menu board, which will be all uh, digital menu board, etc. Oh, yeah. Big bridges. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um, and then the area just in front of us, um, that will be kind of an open space um, with products, t shirts, a few other bits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then upstairs will be all, all on the top of these things, are all mezzanine. So um, all seating areas where you can come and work, plug in, use the internet. Good chill out um, and that sort of stuff. But obviously we won't be able to do that till uh June, I think it is, until that, that sort of thing, we can come in and sit yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So what we hope to do is by the end of next week, we'll open this place so people can come down and have brews, park their Good. bikes, you can still ride a bike inside, park your bike inside, you know, and do all that sort of stuff, and then have the gym running um and the outdoor fitness as well. So Mega. I think after everything that's happened. Over the last year, and, and some of those projects uh, failing or not coming to uh, fruition, yeah. uh, or just not working out for us, um, I think what we need to do is start looking in yeah. and get ourselves squared away. Uh, we've still got our good friend Keith looking at um, mm. our place in Catrick. Yes, um, yes. Friend still looking um, our place down in uh, Plymouth as well.
0: Cool. I think it's probably important to say that some of those things that didn't come off was a choice thing it wasn't that they just fell apart and they failed it was like things changed it was like okay this isn't right anymore and that's that's a hard decision to make after the time you put into it but it's it's a sensible decision based on the the circumstances at the time
1: yeah that's exactly it you're absolutely right mate i mean they were our choices one of them uh one of them wasn't necessarily our choice it was just it was uh badly managed if i'll be honest with you um one of them was, um, but that's always the case when you're trying to deal with something that's dislocated from you.
3: Yeah,
1: and certainly with uh, not being able to travel as much and stay on top of things. Yeah, uh, Colchester's doing well, which is good to hear um, and good to know. But the other project that we we're doing down in Ainsbury, that was just a different different opinions and we wanted different things. Yeah, um, you know, I wish them all the best of luck, and I hope hope it does well for Owen who's running the stuff down yeah, there and that I- would be a massive success for them um, but at the end of the day we wanted different things and um, we had to call it at a stage before it became um, you know before we were in a position when, where we are all stuck
0: Totally I and mean, that would have been know. much worse man imagine the fucking yeah. heartache trying to get out of that you know I think it made the right decision I said that at the time um, so what I keep getting hassled about constantly uh On the lives I do, and on my Discord group thing, all I ever fucking hear is when's Ben having a party? That's all I hear. What's Still he doing? What's he yeah. Night. Yeah, we need to. We fucking uh, need I'm to. I'm getting
1: it ready now. I'm gonna start growing. I'm
0: getting it <laughs>
1: growing ready now. I can't I do it? that.
0: I've got the worst facial hair in the world. Well, maybe go <laughs> go as uh, go as Loki. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck it <hell. laughs> that we be good, mate. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I've I've i the the person who is as antisocial as I am, I'm just like champion at a bit to just get out and go and do things and meet people and do ride outs and do fucking everything.
1: Well, yeah, it's like come in come enjoy some of that here, mate. Oh. We've got this and come up to Colchester. We're gonna do something in Colchester as well. So okay. uh looking forward to that. We're gonna do that with the guys at Crazy Horse. Um, so that'd be really good. Well, you you you're always invited,
0: anyway. So. yeah, but I'll my Discord group is spread all over the country, so I'll uh, you, you're guaranteed a load of people turning up because they're going insane just talking to each other about meeting and not meeting. No one's met each other. Yeah. It's killing them. Well, I'll tell you what.
1: If uh, as the restrictions are lowering, if, you know, uh, be nice. Go, come and visit either HR4K Colchester or HR4K Hereford. I mean, you. There's no reason why you happen to be riding or driving down here. that It might be someone else here at the same time.
2: Yeah, exactly. You may bump
1: into the restrictions. I think, um, you know, we're going to have seating outside. We'll put, um, so actually people can still come down, chill out. It's just inside that we're not allowed to do at the moment.
0: Yeah. Need the weather, man. The weather's doing my head in. Like if I got my bike back on the road, obviously the battery's flattened a lot, so charge the battery. I had like three days of good weather when circumstances then meant I couldn't go out on it. And now it was fucking snowing this morning on my way to work. It's ridiculous. It needs to screw the it nuts. It's killing me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely killing me. wonder was going on any with Luke?
1: Um, any go other on. questions people
0: had? Um, let's have a look. There was one. The people were asking about the whole fucking... Harry and Megan and Piers, Morgan shit. I don't particularly want to go down that toilet.
2: Well, I, I think
1: that's where we sit with this.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Picture of the Queen there. Yeah. Happy Last. Uh yeah, I think that's kind of it, man. Someone someone
1: raised a really good point, a good friend of uh, both of us. About okay. M- Meghan, Megan, Megan.
0: I just always happens, like we're not going down an upper hole. Well, okay. Okay.
1: But um, um, what was interesting is um my mate noticed a number of people commenting about how she doesn't have mental health issues where she was saying that she did right um now that's not for those people to decide whether she has or has not forget her past and forget the fact that she probably is quite an attention seeking individual Uh uh and everything else that comes with that however the point is people are being quite nasty online about it Mm -hmm. um, and then certainly hitting the the, uh, mental health issues when these are the same people who who are advocates of support for mental health so it's quite hypocritical for one moment that this sort of so-called veteran community that often pisses us off certainly you and I pisses you and I off Mm -hmm. sort of entitled um, veteran community that that there is out there Mm -hmm is isn't a community I want to be associated to. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: so they uh, that they that they're commenting on on mental health issues and, and denying someone else has when they're the first people that would have on the bottom of their thing support of yeah. PTSD or support this or do or, or whatever bollocks that they need to make their profile far more interesting than it actually is. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, I think that's just something to be aware of. That I think it's quite easy to be a gobshite online.
0: Yeah, it goes across the board, doesn't it? You've got to give everyone the benefit. Like, you can, you can not like somebody. You can have a, a you can look at them and go, well, I've seen everything you've done and I think you're a bit of a turd. But you still have to treat them the same, if you know what I mean. You know, But it's the same with the, the Harry thing as well. So there's a lot of people who want to give Harry a free pass because he's a veteran. You know what I mean? And I, I understand that argument. I understand it completely. Um, well, you know, we serve this country and whatever. And like, I, it would be very easy for me to take that line with it, but I don't allow anybody else <laughs> sneaking down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't allow any other veterans to take that line. I think it hasn't allowed. You know what I mean? Like I'm allowing you. Yeah, yeah. But in my yeah. mind, I don't allow anyone else to take that line. It's like, well, you used to be a veteran, so you get a clean pass to do anything you want now. So why should I give that to like him? That, like that
1: dickhead with the bagpipes. Well,
0: yeah. exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, fine, you might say it's country big guy, but you're a cunt. And I'm not calling Harry a cunt. I actually quite like him. I just think he's made, yeah, I like as well. I've made some fucking errors currently mm-hmm. uh, and some, some poor decisions. But yeah, I can't give the guy free pass just because he saved his country. Whether that, whether he served his country as a royal or whatever, and that's two different types of service there. Because they do serve the country. Yes, they yeah, they, do. they get a fucking, you know... They have benefits to that, but they also have a down. There's a downside of that. and uh, you have your life chosen for you to an extent. So, yeah, you can't give someone a free pass just because of a job they used to do. Um
1: quite agree. Well, that's that that's that entitlement that we talk, we always talk about how yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you are your actions. Oh, boom, boom. And um no, but you are, you know, you are your actions and actually just, just because you were a veteran doesn't give you an, in, a, an entitlement. It mm. doesn't mean that everyone else should uh, should give you a free pass yeah. for for whatever you choose or choose not to do. I mean, we always say that there's a good chance you were probably a turd when you were in yeah. and now you're a veteran. I mean, what is it? Is it? Do you get a second chance? Well, no, um, hopefully. Maybe you do. It would be good if you had a second chance. Maybe you could change from being a turd from when you're in to being a half-decent. Well, that's my plan.
0: <laughs> <That's it. laughs> <laughs> We're all turds sometimes, man. Like, yeah, oh, mate, yeah. you know, I, I <laughs> will very likely be a huge turd in the future at some point, uh, but I wouldn't <laughs> expect someone to go, well, Gaz was, Gaz was, Gaz was in the army, so uh, he has a good shield. Yeah, yeah, He's not good because he used to be in the army. It's yeah. just, I'm, I'm like
1: going to be a, wa- a watery turd that you just can't pick up. <laughs> running through your
0: fingers. <laughs> <laughs> big dysentery <and> turd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much where we, we are on that. Um, and Piers Morgan's a cunt. There you go. I go with that. Yeah. Like, it's funny sometimes Piers
1: Morgan, isn't it? sometimes we, the
0: enemy Sometimes the enemy is my friend. So I'm currently yeah. with him. On free speech, I'm with him. But I, I think he has the right to talk about what the fuck he wants to talk about. I just have the right to go. i do not saying I disagree with him particularly on this uh, issue or whatever. I'm just, I believe in free speech. So That's he should what be allowed. Now. Yeah, he should be allowed to talk. I'm ha- absolutely happy to hear you talk, whether you're saying shit things or good things. Well, I just want to talk. I, well, exactly, exactly. But uh, so I'm, I'm with him on the free speech thing. But... Uh, he is a as a as a character, yeah? He's a comeback, in yeah. my view, because of things but he's we, done in we, the thing past. Is,
1: This is it. We we he was an absolute asshole. You go back to the stuff that he did with the mirror and, and everything yeah. else. He was an absolute. And he was which people forget. One. Yeah, people and he forget was, that. he he reminded me of the journalist in Die Hard. That's, <laughs> yeah, you reminded me. Of. You know haven't I mean? yeah, punched my chick yeah. yet. <laughs> Yeah, he reminds me of the journalist in Dayard, an absolute weasel of a man doing anything to get a story. Yeah, And he would literally fuck you over to get that story. That's what he reminded me of. Um, Then, obviously, there's a few things that uh, I've seen him on some interviews with some people. Um, Again, you know, your man, um, uh, is it Tony Robbins? Hmm. Um, His argument at the time about sex grooming was obviously being overshadowed by his links to the EDL. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole of the argument was trying to make out that he was a racist instead of trying to raise a valid point on uh, the grooming and how we're no one's actually giving it the time of day. Yeah, And I remember watching that with Pierce, and I just felt that he was a classic, he was a bit like a Channel 4 journalist where all they do is just argue with you the whole time instead of yeah. letting the person have, have uh, a chance to talk. And that, that is the whole argument about, Freedom of speech—you don't necessarily have to agree with it, but we should all have a chance to talk. We're doing that freedom of speech now. We're talking, mm-hmm. having our views. Piers Morgan was being paid to have his view, yeah. And then council culture straight away was kicking in. I, I watched that bit with the weatherman or whatever, and he brought up something about how he was being involved in institutions where there was massive racism in institutions. Well, I'm probably older than him. i've been in loads of institutions and i've never seen racism in those institutions i've never Mm -hmm. seen i've worked with the police i've worked with the nhs i've worked in the army i've gone to schools in southeast london i've gone to boarding schools all of us i've never seen racism in my 42 years of systemic racism it's it's just a council culture thing where people are jumping on the back of it and certainly people in the media have now got to use it as a new label now this guy's Far more interesting than he was before because now apparently he was subjected to racism right nice. um i'm not saying that he wasn't i'm just saying that actually yeah. you know are we absolutely dragging these points out so going back to the piers moore bit so but then there was other bits where he was now an advocate of freedom of fr- uh you know the freedom of speech yeah and he made some really good points about how cal- council culture is kicking in uh, this is quite a while ago, and how he was saying how uh, the left has gone crazy. Now, you and I, I would argue, are liberals. We are mm-hmm. liberal, we, yeah. we've said it before, we're liberals. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm a conservative liberal, uh-huh. in the true sense of the word conservative, um, you know, because of the values that I appreciate. But I'm certainly liberal. I've never been racist, never been homophobic, not in, in any other way than just having a fuck about with my mate who's probably given me enough shit to me as well. Yeah um you know and that's comedy humor between people you know there was no, nothing yeah. underlying whatsoever or, or sinister about it. Um yeah these days we're meant to feel very awkward. You know mm. now we're when I you know I speak to my mates who, who are black and I've known them pretty much all my life now I'm suddenly feeling slightly awkward around them. Yeah. You know how am I meant to talk, or, or or how do I address this? You know, yeah. I've never felt like that. I never had to feel like that before. Neither have they. Yeah, That makes it awkward um, for everybody. You know, so he 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 had a really good point of council culture, and he had a really good point about how he himself sees himself as a liberal, yet these days he's seen as right of centre. Yeah, because liberalism, which isn't the, the right word for what for what they're calling themselves has actually gone into extreme arguably fascism yeah gone into fascism you know you you're not allowed an opinion you're not allowed to have a different view other than their view and if you don't like their view they cancel you
3: yeah
1: or they threaten you or they 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 you know yeah they cancel you or your you your friends your family i mean that's that's fascism yeah. which is ironic because it's the same thing that the cancel
0: culture is I don't understand how they can't see it. I don't, I don't know if people do. You know, it's like, have you seen the, there's a peep show meme where the guy's sat there with his fucking, like in his SS uniform and he's with the skulls and everything all over it. And he turns to his mate and goes, Are we the baddies? You know what I mean? There seems to be that thing. And like, do you not realize, can you not, because you're in this, this, this place mentally, can you not see that what you're doing is really fucking sketchy? And just not you're not the goodies in a situation. Yeah. Like you might have the best uh the best feelings of heart. You might really believe in this, but you're misguided. This is not a good thing you're doing. Yeah. There's another meme, I mean, it's, a, it's a hilarious, I think, is just communicated by memes now. But there's another meme the other day. I'm sure you might did you share it or not. But it basically said, Give me one example in history it's, where, pe- it's, where it's, people where people burning the books, where people are banning books are the goodies. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, big guy, you know.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, it was Nazi. Nazi was National Socialism.
0: Yeah. You know, great, so, I
1: mean, it's, ma- but this is where they they make a mistake. And the mistake is, racism isn't fuck all to do with fascism. Because what they're trying to say is, well, I can't be a possibly fascist because I'm black. or I can't be fo- possibly um, uh, a fascist because, you know, I've been um, wearing a BLM t-shirt. Yeah. No, you, you are a fascist. Yeah, You're missing the point. It's got nothing to do with the race side. It's to do with behavior. It's, it's, it's behavior, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, I wonder, like, like the old um, band back in the 90s Pop will eat itself. I wonder if the left will eat itself. I, mean, I if wonder if it, it they'll will just. Be, start start yeah. over outliving each other.
0: Well, that's what happens. That takes exactly, it's exactly but what then happens. But we suffer. We're the ones who suffer because yeah, we play
1: the play their game.
0: Yeah, well it's I don't know. But unfortunately we do, there are useful idiots as well. Like you used the example of Tommy Robinson there. Now, Tommy Robinson is a pain in the arse, in my view, purely because of that. He doesn't have the self-awareness. So that's a I think purely in that example you've used there. So he, he was on repairs talking about grooming. Right. Now he should have the self-awareness to know that he has people see him in a certain way. And I'm not saying he's not entitled to his opinion, of course he is. Now he's talking, he's in the public eye there, talking about something that is absolutely factual. Grooming gangs are a fucking problem. We all know about it, we're not really allowed to talk about it, and that's wrong. We should be allowed to talk about it, it should be investigated properly, all those things. But he should have the self-awareness to go, I shouldn't be talking about this. They got me on here because I'm the cunt who's going to talk about the things that we're not meant to be talking about. So I'm helping that. And by doing that, he helps them cancel it. So we don't talk about that because Tommy Robinson talks about that. And he's a yeah. fucking extremist. I agree. I agree. You know, and there's but there's plenty of people like that who I wish would have that self-awareness. Like, I agree with what you're saying in this particular situation, dude, but you ain't the one to say it. We need that person to say it who's fucking squeaky clean in people's eyes. Um, yeah, and, and that's that's fact because you're not trying to
1: turn the people who get it, you're trying to turn the people that don't get it.
0: Yeah,
1: and all they'll do is they'll go straight to the easy. I mean, look, look at Trump's a good example of this. Uh, the, the, the number one people who hate Trump, uh, in in sort of society are the same people who would have underlying daddy issues, would have some sort of uh, kind of issues against authority, um, uh, kind of um. Subversiveness attitudes, anyway. Usually, people who are quite entitled uh, and usually people who are probably doing quite well for themselves or come from a fairly decent background often have these because it's almost a subversive thing. But this whole hatred towards Trump, and I mean, you're not the thing is, you're never going to change their views. You're, you're fighting stupid with stupid, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, with some, some of these people. Um, you know, going off subject. Thing, but this whole me too movement is just you know that's kind of rubbish as well because the people who are kind of really pushing it are massively hypocritical you look at all the 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 people who are protesting about trump when he talked about grabbing a woman by a pussy or something ridiculous like that uh they're all outside the american embassy well i you know none of these people are outside the saudi embassy when they're talking about stoning women yeah none of them outside any of the other Middle Eastern embassies or African embassies when we uh-huh. talk about um you know, you know, uh, uh mutilation of, you know, uh, what's it called? Child uh, mutilation and, and things yeah. like that. None of them are there because the, the typical people who jump on the back of this and the people who are watching the Piers Morgan programs are are the same people that Jeremy Vine gets on his show. He gets absolute freaking idiots and he gets them to, to have an argument. And the rest of us are watching. They're going, "You're just an idiot. You're bloody stupid. You're, you know." Yeah. And 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 it's just, it's a car crash that we just look into. It's
0: entertainment. Yeah, well, that's where it's gone, unfortunately. You know? But it's it's leading the way. That's the issue. That's why you can't argue with stupid. There is an argument for that. You just that, and
1: the, and the and the other problem is, I mean, you know, we're we're slightly hypocritical here because we've now got a platform to voice our views on social media. And we're doing the same thing that we have an issue with Ava. They they have a platform to gob off about the ridiculous things.
0: Dude, I'm, a, I'm happy for them to do it. Is, I I want every knobbit in the world to be on saying what they think because like, they do, That that's you're free to do that. That's free Agreed. speech.
1: Agreed. 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 Yeah. Agreed. And I'm and I don't also, and you, you don't it. listen to it. And turn it off. Exactly. But you do find though. You do find though that the biggest idiots, the biggest idiots, are the ones who are shouting the loudest. That's yeah. why often the issues we have with these sort of creatures, uh, these sort of libtard creatures, is the fact that uh, they are the ones making the noise. So they are the minority, really, but they're the ones making all the noise, and the rest of us we're just kind of getting on with life, and and we end up being guided um, by the opinions of
0: the few. Well, that's on both sides, isn't it? It's the, it's the the as who are the noisiest. So you're absolutely right, but it's like, I think. I don't know. There's a there's a, an argument for a bit of fun rage bait every now and then. Sometimes it is fun. If you're, you know, mentally balanced and life's not too bad at the moment. It's fun to get to dip into the madness sometimes and go, fuck it out. I get it. That's fun to do sometimes. But I just don't always advise people to don't take anything you see on social media or the news or anything like that too seriously because it's not real anymore. Look out to, look outside. So when you walk down the street, obviously we can't walk down the street at the moment which is a huge issue. And it's why we've seen loads of problems this year because everyone's trapped on the internet, being just being angry. But when this shit's over and you can go outside, that's what, how you build your worldview. What's happening in the streets? Do you see people being a knobhead in the streets? Do you see people being racist turds in the streets? Do you see you know, dudes and chicks touching each other up, up constantly and whatever? That's what you should base your opinion on because that's the mm. actual world. It's not what you're being told. It's what you can see I
1: agree. I mean, the sad thing is during all these lockdowns in the last year, the only people who've been out and breaking the, the rules are that, you know, you're looking at this sort of BLM piece and, you know, we saw it in Heritage, 700 people taking a knee, you know, yeah.
2: I'm not
1: allowed down a coffee shop yet, but no one's had a word with those 700 people, you know, why are they not in trouble? Great. Kind of, it kind of political correctness seems to suit people just to kind of appease and mm-hmm. the rest of us have to suck it up.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. It's not fair. yeah. We've had anti-vaxxers out as well, doing the same fucking thing. They've had a slap a couple more times though, which is, uh, yeah, not ideal. Yeah, um, just to, uh, supposed think. to be treated the same. Be nice, wouldn't it? We're all treated yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, I
1: quite agree. Quite, quite, quite agree.
0: I think we're done, mate. Okay, I think we're spent. Hair-ender. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What right here end our businesses. <laughs> yeah. I think,
1: I think most people would agree with many. And if they don't, I hope if they didn't agree with us, maybe that's a good thing to have a conversation about. At the end of the day, uh, you know, I think the important thing to take away from this is freedom of speech and a freedom of exactly. an opinion. Yep. And I think we should have different opinions on things. 100%. And that way we can then come to one agreement as opposed to everyone just agreeing and then you have cancel culture.
0: Exactly, mate. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Cool. Well, what we you doing for the rest of the day? Just cracking on.
1: Uh, well, uh, get this place right away. So, um, painting, varnishing, sanding, not in that order, obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh getting the gym matting, getting red that ready. So yeah, lots, lots to do.
0: Mega. I'll do fuck all. I'm gonna go sort this out, edit this, and then uh I'm off to Blackpool, Stroke, rhythms St. and Anne's to do a recce, uh and stay with the pa- her parents for the weekend. Nice. And that's basically it, man. That's my
2: I'm
0: trying to find a lovely house. There's loads of nice places in Blackpool. Yeah. We've got to get a new build. We've got to get a new build. That's like, we've decided that we're having a new build. So yeah, just, uh, just boxes. I can see you, no.
1: you agree on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just I, It's because it helps so it sounds silly, but it helps out autism. So the place we have now, obviously, not a tiny place, through the old cottage thing. Yeah. Um, but it's fucking rickety and it's all over the place. And there's no squares or anything like that. And even when it looks really nice, it's still dark. It's still a bit damp and it's messy. It just looks untidy. And it's just, even when we really do our best to make it look amazing, it still looks like, just doesn't look nice. So we need to move to basically a white, a collection of white boxes in the shape of a house so that we can just go in and go, yeah, everything is definitely clean and tidy here. We've got just like a minimalist hellhole. That's what we need for our sanity.
1: Yeah. Uh, so her sanity, no, her needs <laughs> your, your sanity. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Well, That's say it exactly like Chris, and now I'll, I'll speak to you soon, bro. Say in a bit, mate. Thanks for everyone's
3: patience.
2: Thanks for listening to our dribble. <laughs> See you soon. See you a bit, mate. Take care.
3: Bye-bye. Bye.